Next on BYU Sports Nation, national respect in the form of a national ranking. How much does it really matter for BYU? The great debate heats up as we revisit a spirited discussion with national college football writer Pete Futak. Plus, more championship swagger in Studio B with Jason Witt of Track and Field and a Louisville Slugger freshman All-American. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Brian Logan. BYU Sports Nation Live and Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, Thursday, June 4th. Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with gun control enthusiast, Brian Logan. Gun control? Yeah, man. I don't want to get it. Oh, you're talking about my biceps. Yeah, you tame those things. Oh. Of course that's what I'm talking oh, I about. I talking about real guns. I was like, I got some water guns. I just bought, is that what you're talking I don't know what you're talking hey, about. Hey, listen, things, things got uh, entertaining, loud, spirited last time you were in Studio B. Have you, no, man, have I, you cooled the guns? I'm good. I'm good. You know, it's just my passion, my excitement. <laughs> I just, I just, everything is just so fun. And, you know, I don't know, man. I, I like to argue uh, more so with you. Wait, and, you do? And uh, yeah, You like to argue? I should just be like a, a lawyer. That's what I should have done. I've been a lawyer, but. I can't remember. Was it you I was school. having the discussion too much, with? Too much school for that. I can't remember if I had this discussion with you on air or not, but before, before this show, Mm. Like, I, I didn't argue at all. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was with me. <laughs> now it's, it's just like a regular I'm thing. A, I'm going to tell the fans, but it's so funny. Every time we have like a heated discussion or conversation, argument, uh, Spencer always texts me like, hey, bro, good job today. <laughs> like, I hope you didn't take anything. And I'm like, Spencer, shut up, I man. Can't. Leave me alone and have fun. You know, so I understand. I just, I'm sorry. I had to throw that out there. I thought it was, it's, I thought it was pretty good, funny. Man. It's like, you, didn't, you don't hurt my feelings, man. We're, be, we're, still, we're still Bobs and BFFs. I appreciate you. There still. is no shame in sending a text message after a heated show. Oh, man. No, it's, it's, it's all right. <laughs> like, I didn't think, like, oh, I'm going to kill Spencer. I hate that guy. I didn't think about that. I was just like, man, that was a fun well, show. Well, I hope not, dude. That's a fun show. You I mean, know. If you're giving Justin Bieber the benefit of the doubt, I hope I get the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. Good grief. Don't be scared of me and these guns, man, and this extra small shirt that I'm wearing. The conversation alive 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation. Members always welcome. Hey, do you remember Pete Futak, our friend from Campus Insiders? Great discussion with him yesterday. And on that note, Brian, give the people today's Twitter question. I will go ahead and do that. How much value is there in a top 25 ranking for BYU football? At Justin D. Sweeney answers, tons. Despite the incorrect opinions of media members who may have been on the show recently, <laughs> top 25 ranking greater than group of five conference champion. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Maybe some nice. of you feel like Pete Futek. Who knows? I would want to know why. Tell us why. Please let me know why. Yeah. Tell us why a G5 championship matters more than a national ranking. Here are the rest of your BYU Sports Nation headlines. The Cougars win a third consecutive West Coast Conference Commissioner's Cup awarded to the WCC athletic program or institution enjoying the most success during conference play, women's volleyball, women's soccer, baseball, basketball. All that jazz. Yeah, they got it done again. Tom Homo accepting the hardware from WCC Commissioner Lynn Holzman. 
Nice. My man, uh, the favorite freshman walking around on campus right now, Colton Shaver of BYU Baseball, named a freshman All-American by Louisville Slugger. Somehow he wasn't on, all, he wasn't on the All-West Conference team, but he makes All-American team. And Mike Little that's, was fired up that about is, that, that That's too. crazy, man. <laughs> that was, yeah. Whatever. It's kind of weird. But well done, Colton. Whatever. We're going to talk to Colton later on in the show. Brendan Sander. Another freshman star named to the USA Volleyball Junior National Training Squad, part of the 21-man uh, roster. That will be trimmed down to 12 before the Pan Am game. So good luck to Brendan as he continues uh, his pursuit of making that 12-man roster. Nice. Rooting for you. Tyler Hawes worked out for the L.A. Lakers for yesterday. For your team, I dude. am so excited. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I can't even really say that's my team anymore. I just like Kobe Bryant, so sorry. Uh, but what? Uh, when he was asked about who do you who do you model your game after, he said uh, J.J. Redick of the L.A. Clippers. Well, there you go. <laughs> a guy that can just get you a bucket when you need one. Get a bucket when that's, you need one. That's what he said. That, what a great we person said that was to model kind of your game strategic, after. Strategic, right? Well, he was in L.A., right? He was in L.A. He was in L.A. It was a calculated move. move. Yeah. Nice job, Tyler. Rise and shout, my friends. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Rank this. And we start with a tweet from our good friend at Hobo Cita, one of our BYU Sports Nation Twitter superstars. She says, let's just say if BYU ends the season ranked, I'm sending Pete Futak a t-shirt. <laughs> 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 he replies. I love that he replies. Okay. And he says, it needs to say, BYU finished ranked 19th, and all I got was this lousy t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Good stuff, now, if man. you're not familiar with what's been going on, let's get you caught up. Independent BYU under the microscope yesterday mm-hmm. with a national college football analyst, the aforementioned Pete Futek. And we enjoyed a spirited conversation with Pete, Michael, Elisa, and myself. He is the managing editor for Campus Insiders and the author of Stout.com's 2015 BYU football preview, where he said some outside-the-box things. Okay, We specifically discussed the relevance and value of a national ranking in college football and what it means for a team like BYU. Okay, we continue. This is a guy who said that BYU season, Brian, was effectively over after two losses, even with this schedule. And I responded with, well, Pete, couldn't BYU be nationally relevant and ranked in the top 15 even if they did have a couple of losses, to which he responded like this. Oh yeah, they could do that, but like, so what? You know, who, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's, unless you're shooting for something, you know, you know, tangible, like a, you know, a trophy of some sort, or a chance at the playoff, or you know, a championship of some point. All right, and so you get you finish the season ranked 11th, or you finish the season ranked 17th, or you know, none of that really matters at the end of the day. I want the Belo raw reaction to that right now. Man, that was horrible, man. That's that's absolute nonsense. What he's saying. Uh, I want to know if he ever played uh, football or played a sport in some type of competitive environment. Um, it's always nice to, to to accomplish your goal, but when you look at football and as a player, I want to be ranked, man. I want to be ranked. I want to walk around campus and say, "Hey, I was. We, we finished twelfth in the nation. That's what we did in two thousand nine. 
uh, in the Mountain West Conference. We didn't win the conference. TCU did end up going to a BCS Bowl. Congratulations to them. But we still finished ranked 12th. And you know what? We were walking around campus like you can tell us nothing. Teacher, I got to do homework. I'm ranked 12. What you, what you mean I got to take a test? I'm ranked 12. You better check my resume. But it's, 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 it's more important to be ranked as a player uh, than, than a conference championship. It, it, it is. And, and, and as a player, uh, and it's bigger than that, too. I mean, when you look at it from a program standpoint, uh, something that was really, really interesting to me when Coach Mendenhall sat down with me and my mom and, and talked about all the great accomplishments accomplishments, all the great things, the wins, the bowl games, all that stuff that BYU had to offer and what they accomplished the last couple of years. The biggest thing that stuck out to me was that they were they they were ranked in the top twenty five. You mean that the they we are the Mountain West Conference champions. That wasn't the deciding moment where you're like, I'm going to BYU nope. Mountain West champs. He, he said nope. Mm-mm. He said champions, mm-hmm. we won X amount of games, okay. we got the highest winning percentage. Yada 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 we went to bowl games, yada yada yada. As soon as he said top twenty five, I said uh Huh? <laughs> what? Oh, These okay. are the realities of college oh, athletics. Okay. Why? Because as a player, what am I thinking right now? Okay, uh, if you're a top 25 school, that means you have scouts coming there. You have NFL scouts don't want to go to a conference uh, championship team to, uh, to program to, to, re- to recruit and to scout kids. I want to go to the best of the best. And how am I going to do that? If you got a little number. But Brian. By your school. Don't you know that Georgia Southern won the Sun Belt Conference last year? I, doesn't that just scream amazingness? I thought Georgia said. <laughs> Wait, that's like we'll, a D two, right? We'll get to that. We'll get to that <laughs> later on the school? show. Okay, the group of five champion versus top twenty five ranking specifically. We will dive into in about a half an hour, and <laughs> that too will be entertaining. I I can guarantee when did you that they become D one. We understand Pete's a guy with. You know, a strong opinion, and he is well-educated and well-versed in the topic of college football. Whether you agree with him or not, he carries a loud national microphone in that position. Now, on the topic of rankings, you might agree with him. I could not disagree with him more specifically about BYU because BYU is unlike any other team in college football. They're not Notre Dame in independence. They're BYU in independence. Okay. So his stance that being a G5 champ is greater than a national ranking, when I look at it from the BYU perspective, is so far off. It is. It is far off, especially when you look at the goals, though, right? When you, when you, when you, when you take a look at what – and he said it. You know, he said, it, well, it depends on really what you want to accomplish, right, and what you're wanting to do. And the, the fact that BYU can, can, can get ranked helps them stay relevant – uh, nationally, and he says, "Well, who, well, who cares about who cares about being ranked 19th?" Well, because, like you said, BYU is in their own little world. They're not necessarily Notre Dame. They're not an army. Uh, that's that's a, a great accomplishment. It's the next it's, thing. It's, it's the next. It's the if next. They step. can't yeah, get to the go, New Year Six. What's the next thing? You go down. Yeah, you go down the list of accomplishments. I mean, obviously, every single and this is crazy. If it's not the case, every single Division One football program should have national championship written as their number one goal. I don't care. You are crazy if you don't have that. I don't care if you're Georgia, Southern, Southern, <laughs> Western, Georgia, where you only got a Walmart in your town. You just were you were D2 last year, I swear. Anyway, that should be your number one goal. 
but if you don't make that goal, you don't you don't just go say, "Hey guys, uh, we lost one game. We lost, we can't win the national championship. Uh, we can't go to the national championship. Let's just go home." It's exhibition games after two losses, Brian. Didn't you know that? We're just gonna go home, guys. We tried Come our on. hardest and our best. Sorry, uh, we're not gonna accomplish that goal. No, you have five or so goals listed as a program, as a team, each and every year. If you can't hit the first one, you go to the next one and ongoing. That's how it works. Okay, and again, Pete knows his stuff. We let's get that out in the air. Whether you agree with it or not, he knows his stuff. And that's his opinion. G5 conference champion, greater than a national ranking, even in BYU's case. Now, we've heard from one former player who uh, was strutting around campus after BYU finished the season ranked 12th, not wanting to do homework. I believe the homework cutoff is you have to be ranked in the top 10. <laughs> yeah, so you yep. still had to do your I homework. Still, yeah, I still did. Mm, but was... Blaine Fowler joined us a couple of days ago. He was a national champion quarterback at BYU in the glory years, in the early 80s. He gave us his opinion on being a G5 champion, which he was several times, compared to being nationally ranked. If we're not ranked in the top 15, we're going to be disappointed. Hmm, who go. cares about the WAC championship? And who cares about the Mountain West Conference championship? Hmm. If we're not ranked in the top 15, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? So his who cares is about being a G5 champion. It's all right. about ranking for Blaine. Rankings. Rankings now, Pete matter. is, who cares if you're ranked? It's all about a G5 championship. Bro, so Isn't that interesting? So twisted. Okay. So twisted. Well, there you go. Hey, well, again, we're going to dive back into this in about 25, well, that makes 30 it a little minutes. bit more interesting, though, the fact that he says top 15. You know, that's, that, that is a little bit more intriguing to me than just saying, you know, top 25. Well, I asked Pete yesterday if, would you rather be ranked? I said top 15 specifically. Uh-huh. And even then. He was like, well, who remembers who was ranked, you know, number 13 last year? If you're ranked, if you are ranked, in my mind, maybe it's my generation. I don't know. But even Blaine, Blaine's 50. He cares about rankings. Get out of here, Peter. (laughs) You know when you're you're in trouble, your mom says your full name? Peter. (laughs) Get out of here, Peter. Okay. You know what? And can we just stop with the hypotheticals? You know, let's not – Fred Rogers and his trolley car are not walking <laughs> through the door in Studio B, okay? We're not living in the land of make-believe here. Reality is BYU is an independent and will be for at least a few years into the immediate future, okay? It might be a decade. It might be 20 years. That This is what they are right now. They are chasing the magical season, just like Notre Dame. And Notre Dame doesn't get the magical season that often. Okay, BYU is chasing the same thing that the Fighting Irish are. And if they can't get to that, if they can't get to that, it's a national ranking. National ranking. It's ranking. Got to get recruits. Got to start getting better. And when you get recruits, you get better players, get better athletes. And it helps you win better games and more games. More competitive games. BYU's quest for national respect and a ranking, for that matter, would get a major shot in the arm with a win on September 5th. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 93 days. We didn't even practice that. I was just watching you at the corner of my eye. Nice, sure We had it. Tomorrow. Tomorrow is June 5th. Do you know what that means? Three months away from a game. Not a practice. Not a practice. What are you talking about practice? A game. 
Three months away tomorrow, BYU and Nebraska, Lincoln Memorial Stadium. Our Twitter question today, how much value is there in a top 25 ranking for BYU football? And we're talking about at the end of the season. Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At BYU Fan 1995, great value if held throughout the season and over multiple seasons helps with respect and scheduling. Mm. The building block of being consistently ranked is one I am all in on. That's a great point uh, as far as the consistency. You have to do it through. I, I like the fact that throughout the entire season, uh, but over multiple seasons, that was one of the, the, the pitches that really got me with Coach Mendenhall was over this these last few years, this span, we've been ranked. And it, it, it's, it does, it's one thing to be ranked at the end of the season and finish it and be able to walk around big man on campus. But it's a whole other thing week in and week out to, to defend that national ranking. And, and you stay more and more relevant because your name appears on that list. It's a great point. Should we come up with Twitter rankings for our followers? Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. We we're should. not. We're not doing that. What? But Why at, not? at BYU fan 1995 does ask this: How do I become a BYU Sports Nation Twitter superstar? You already are, my friend. Done. You already are. Yeah. Mark it down at BYU fan 1995. He's in your rearview mirror, Hobo Sita. He's coming. <laughs> he's coming after you. Up next, he's a Louisville Slugger All American and a freshman. BYU slugger Colton Shaver up next. He's ready to hit a home run with us over the phone. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation and join us by using the hashtag BYUSN. We will get back to our very (laughs) entertaining and... Uh, I don't know, spirited conversation about the importance of BYU football and national rankings in 20 minutes. Passionate. We have much more to discuss. We remind you, Brian, would you please model the BYU Sports Nation blue goggles? Definitely do that. I'll send you an invoice after this. Okay, very good. You can get those goggles. I can't promise you'll look as good as Brian Logan wearing them, but you can get them at the BYU store in your home for authentic BYU products, just search Blue Goggles or BYUSN within the store. You can also get a T-shirt that features the Blue Goggles on the back. Do you have a T-shirt yet? Yeah, I got a T-shirt. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. Do you have the trifecta? I got You know, I was hooked up. What's the, what's the other one? I gave you the wristband. Yeah, you gave me the wristband. So you have the goggles, I, the wristband, and the T-shirt? Oh, I don't have the goggles. Oh, man. See, okay, we got to get you the rest see, of the man, trifecta. Nah, it's okay. Oh my goodness! Take, you know, just take these. No, no, man. Just take these. I don't want these. I don't want, these are the sets. I don't want these. <laughs> five steps forward. I'm telling you, five steps forward, ten steps back. Why is it on me? I, I say it's on you. I'm talking me? to everybody right okay. now. I'm talking about everybody okay. associated with this with this uh, program in this building. Even you, cameraman, looking at you guys too. <laughs> Probably got blue go- blue goggles. I don't even got blue goggles. Hey, listen, there's a guy that you don't even need to wear the blue goggles to see how awesome he is joining the show right now. His name is Colton Shaver, freshman All-American in Washington, D.C., playing summer ball. Colton, welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Thank you. I'm happy to be back. How does it feel to be called a freshman All-American, according to Louisville Slugger? Uh, it's a good feeling. It was a goal I had because if I, ha- if I reached it, I knew that all my work, all my hard work would have paid off. So it's it, a big accomplishment, and I'm very grateful and blessed for it. 
Is this a, a, a better or a bigger accomplishment for you than, you know, not receiving honors for uh, the, the conference? Um, I think equally or both are equally important. This one's a little bit more broad. It covers the whole country. So I think it's pretty cool that it's out of all the freshmen in the entire country, not just the West Coast. Do you kind of just, after getting this reward, look at the West Coast and say, ha, <laughs> Is it validating <laughs> like, even look. a little bit? Um, no, it's, we had a lot of great players in the West Coast, and they all well deserved the, the teams that they were put on. So it, it was just a hard decision for the West Coast committee because everybody was – we had a tough league this year. Colton Shaver joining us from Washington, D.C., where he was playing summer ball in the Cal Ripken Collegiate Baseball League with the D.C. Grays. I understand game number one went down last night. How was the first uh, go-around in the summer league, Colton? It was good. We ended up winning 62. Um, it's different. It's different out here. The accents are different. And it's, it's a lot of fun, though. It's, the hard part is I thought I left Utah, and I came out here, and it's just been raining every single day. <laughs> so it's been nonstop rain, no sun. Yeah, the clouds are following you east, apparently. You also yes, have a, a BYU teammate with you on the D.C. Grays, Maverick Buffo, who is not just any teammate. He's the guy that uh, had the epic rally caps. I mean, we're talking like stacking 20 hats high in the dugout. Is that kind of behavior going to fly with the D.C. Grace? Oh, it's going to fly. We're going to do everything we take to win. And um, actually, Maverick has our first uh, has his first start for our first home game on Saturday. So he's he got the call to do that. So that's a big that's a lot of trust in him right there for the first home game. Nice, Colton. What are some of the challenges? Uh, some of the benefits with having a new team, new coaching staff, and uh, getting acclimated to that? Um, I think some of the challenges are just figuring out how everybody plays and figuring out the chemistry and all that stuff with the, and the new team. And also with the coaches, their philosophies and the way they want you to play. And just kind of that first few weeks is kind of getting a feel for everything while working hard just to be the best that you possibly can be. And then I think some of the better things that you can get out of playing with a new team is um, you just get to see a diversity in people. You get to see diversity in the way people play and just get to be around different things. And I think that will also help your game. Obviously, your coaches in the summer league will have immediate goals and, and different uh, things that they want you to accomplish. What did Mike Littlewood, your BYU baseball coach, say to you before you left for the summer? What does he want you to work on? Um, he just wants me to work on, you know, growing as a player, becoming more mature in the baseball aspect, um, figuring out, like, good pitches to hit, as well as working on my defensive skills so that next year I can hold down a position or battle for a position as just at that and overall just grow as a player and become – just get better each and every day. Colin, do you think that your, your coach's goals for the summer league – uh, and Coach Littlewood's goals for you uh, can uh, can uh, be conflicting? Um, no, I don't think so. These coaches out here are very understanding, and they asked us what we want out of the summer and um, what our coaches want out of the summer. And we, we just tell them straight up exactly what we want to work on and what we want to do. And at the same time, it's all about winning as well. Even though it's summer league, it's still all about winning. So it's going to be competitive and We'll get better every day. I want to focus on uh, the freshman season that you had here in Provo, Utah, which was uh, 
lined with a number of just absolute bomb home runs. When did you feel like you found your groove at the plate this season? Um, honestly, when I felt like I was doing well was in the fall. Uh, in the fall, we worked really hard on hitting off the our pitching machine that we have down in our cages underneath the stadium seats. Um, we had co- I worked with Coach Pratt every Tuesday morning, Tuesday and Thursday morning, and I felt like that's when I really felt I was getting into a groove was during the off season because it it's a hard adjustment to change the team from high school to the college level, and that all happens during the fall. And that's where I really felt confident in what I can do at the plate. And then just as it started coming during the season, it just start, I just saw the ball well. Cole, I'm going to go off uh, topic a little bit here, go to left field. Um, what is your favorite baseball movie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like randomly popped in my head. <laughs> my favorite baseball movie is The Sandlot. Um, I like The Sandlot. It's, it's filmed in Utah. That's a big thing. So I think that's pretty cool. And it's just it captures the little boy dream of playing baseball. So that's my favorite baseball movie. An excellent choice. Now, if you could compare yourself to one of the Sandlot characters, which one would it be? Mm. Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> um, well, I'm not a redhead, so I can't be the catcher. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I don't know. I'll probably compare myself to the dog. Oh, nice. Man, okay. the, the beast. The beast. The beast. <laughs> I like that comparison. I like that, too. That's a nickname. Now, we, just, we were just watching some highlights on the TV side of you, Colton. And, uh, you know, are, why could you not be Benny the Jet, man? Aren't you, are you not fleet of foot? <laughs> no, I can't run. <laughs> <laughs> Colton Shaver with us. Joining us live from Washington, D.C., where he is playing in the Cal Ripken Collegiate Baseball League with the D.C. Grays. Uh, we talked about some of your offensive goals, or sorry, your off-season goals, rather, Colton. When you get back, why do you feel like BYU baseball as a whole, as a team, can take the next step this upcoming season and not just get to the West Coast Conference Tournament, but win it? Um, I feel like we could do that just because we have a lot of kids coming back as well. And we've all played each other this last season. We had really good team chemistry. And we all worked well with each other, as well as the freshmen coming in, new guys coming in. Just from what I've seen, they look like they are hard workers and they want to compete. And I think that's what it takes is just being able to have that will to compete and just coming and coming together as one as one team to get a job done for West Coast Conference. The Beast, Colton Shaver from Washington D.C. Hey, great to talk to you again, Colton. We wish you the best of luck out there, and uh, we'll check in again with you soon. All right, thanks. Thanks for having me. I like that comparison. Colton, he went off the, the rails. Okay, so you went random with the movie uh, yeah. chat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we got a I great like response. Your, I out like of your it. follow-up question. I like yours a lot. And then I like I wasn't expecting that. The Beast. Okay. Colton the Beast shape. But I like it. I, have you seen him in a home run? Mm-hmm. I have. It's I like, unbelievable. Person, I want to give you some credit for something you said about Colton. I think this was I don't know, it was at least over a month ago when BYU was still in the regular season. We had uh, it was a what's the chance? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. And I said, there's no way that they're going to pitch to Colton Shaver this weekend. Oh, yeah, having, I remember that. Having seen what, that, what he's done, I said he was not going to hit a home run in that weekend three-game series. He you did. said he will find a way. That's and you good. were right, man. Mm-hmm. You were right. He found a way. He hit yep. a home run in that weekend series. Yep. It's all about momentum, man. I mean, I think with any athlete in any game that you play, um, there's a time where you're peaking in the season and you feel great, you feel good. 
And hopefully it's, it's during the right time, right, when, it's, when it really matters. But I felt like during that time, that's, that's where he was starting to peak and he was, you know, in the zone, right? You, you get in the zone as a batter and, yep, I won. <laughs> I'm going to need you to bring more of that uh, winning mojo and momentum for our next segment. No problem. We are going back. We are fast forwarding and going back to the conversation we had about Pete Futek. How much value is there in a top 25 ranking for BYU football? That's next on the show. Welcome back, my friends. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes or stream it on BYUSportsNation.com. You're saluting the, you're saluding the people like in rhythm, uh, my uh, friend. You see that? On I was all, beat. I was all on beat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could dance, man. Keep some dance moves. BYU Football Media Day. Three weeks from yesterday. 20 days away. State of the program starts it off 11 Eastern, 9, p, uh, 9 a.m. at Mountain Time with Tom Homo and Bronco Mendenhall. Two-hour BYU Sports Nation special with an A-list of guests on the program and four decades of dominance will not disappoint. I can promise you that. That's at 4 Eastern, 2 Mountain. Now, in between all of the live football programming and special shows that we will have, there will be classic games. It's just, it is the day in the summer if you're a BYU football fan. I'm so excited. The day. Do not miss it. Wednesday, June 24th. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Starting with the Cougars winning a third consecutive West Coast Conference Commissioner's Cup awarded to the West Coast Conference institution enjoying the most success during conference play. What do you got for me, Brian? Nice. Uh, Colton, the beast, shaver of BYU baseball, named a freshman All-American by Louisville Slugger. Brendan Sander, another freshman star. A member of the USA Volleyball Junior National Training Squad. That's a 21-man roster. It will get trimmed down to 12. Good luck to Brendan as he tries to make that 12-man roster before the Pan Am Games. Tyler Hawes worked out for the L.A. Lakers yesterday. Uh, Brought up the fact that he plays like J.J. Riddick of the L.A. Clippers. A strategic move to show the Lakers that, hey, you need a guy like me to compete. I can get you a bucket when you need it. When you need it. Now to the fun stuff. I mean really fun stuff. How much value is there in a top 25 ranking for BYU football? That is our Twitter question today. At Family Budge says, without a conference, it means everything. Considered P5, he's referencing BYU, recruiting, scheduling, etc., etc. Okay, it's the next thing. We're not in a G5. And BYU's not going back, people. They're not going back. This is reality. So a ranking, it's the next thing. The next it thing. has to be. Wait, I think I think you got to be realistic with yourself as a as a fan, even as an analyst, and say what are the chances of BYU right now, this very moment, uh, being able to accomplish their major goal of a national championship? And maybe if you take a step back, I mean, it all relates to each other of making it to a. Uh, or make it into the, play- the college playoffs to win a national championship, right? What are the chances? Uh, does BYU have the personnel right now? Are they in a position to, 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 to uh, accomplish that goal? And probably not so, right? Uh, when, when you look at the schedule and, and uh, you know, some of the other things like, like talent and, and, and depth, uh, some of the holes in the defense, um, you know, injuries, all those uh, factors really tie into how, how, how comfortable or confident are you with okay. them accomplish that goal. Not so much. So what is your next goal? What's the next thing? And like you said, it's, it's to be ranked nationally. 
Now, is that can you accomplish that? Yes, they can. They can. They can accomplish that with this schedule, with those factors that I said. They could go nine and four and be ranked in the top twenty-five, Brian. Yeah, with this schedule, no, no question, they could finish ranked with a nine and four record. Seriously, yeah, it's it pro- is that difficult. I can, I can see that happening when you factor in the strength of the schedule. Definitely over a, a team like a Marshall or, oh man, Georgia Southern Western. What, I don't even. How are they a D one school? <laughs> how do you have that? They want a T five. You have that title. That's a title of your. How do you have? How Shout do you out to Georgia Southern. All of this stems from Pete Futak, the managing publisher editor for Campus Insiders. He also writes for CollegeFootballNews.com, and he wrote the Scout.com preview for BYU football's 2015 season, saying things like. The season's over effectively if they lose two games. If they go 2-2 two and two in September, there's no reason to keep playing hard. Saying that it's all just kind of an exhibition after that. The bowl game's locked into place. And again, he makes some valid points, especially if you agree with him on the importance of a G5 championship. But it's just, it's futile to look at it from that perspective because BYU's, they're not in a G5 and they're not going back. They are not going back. Now, his main point was it just... If you lose a couple of games in September, if you're in a conference, you still have something to play for. Listen to what he said. You know, what's fun about a season, you know, it's fun to be able to say we were the champion of something. And for a team, and especially if you're a player, you, you want to fight for that kind of thing. You want to be able to shoot for that. I'm not taking that away from him at all. It's fun to play for a championship. Yeah. But it doesn't matter more in a group of five conference than a national ranking. Specifically, a top 15 ranking. And he said, can you tell me who was ranked in the top 15 last year? In order, probably not. But I can, I can probably piece it together, Brian. Yeah, I could probably come up with 12 of the 15 teams. Oh, easily. Easily, yeah. And, and I think it goes back to um, what, what one of our, 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 our listeners said as far as, hey, you got to make sure that you're, you're ranked consistently throughout the season and over multiple seasons. And what does that do when, when that happens? You start to create this brand, and you are relevant, right? You, you have that relevancy. And so you have people like ourselves that can go back and say, Psh, okay, I'm sure like an Oregon was in there. I'm sure an Ohio State was in there. I mean, obviously I'm naming college uh, uh, football, uh, playoff teams, but still, you have you start to recognize these teams with the brands, and that's that is a part of the building block for BYU as an independent is to it's to gain that national relevancy. I counter to Pete with this specific bit of information, Brian. Who remembers who won all of the G five conference championships last year? What college football fan can list those off? Can rattle those off? I I am putting my money every time on they've got a better shot to list off the top 15 ranked teams compared to the G5 conference champs are you kidding me oh 100% 1000% dude i don't i don't even know who's in half of these conferences i i can't i couldn't even tell you i knew one for sure before i thought about okay i thought okay g5 conferences who won who won them last year i knew one for sure and it's because there are regional ties and i'm interested in what they do mm-hmm. and they seem to be in a new year 6 or bcs game every year that's boise state yeah okay right boise yeah. state's there but of the other four conferences, I'm like, uh, I, okay, I know that there was like a tie in the American. <laughs> and so, like, my question to Pete is, who remembers who won the other conference championships? And that brings us to our stat of the day. 
It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. One. One of the five G5 conference champions in 2014, Boise State, finished ranked in the college football playoff poll. We have chosen the college football playoff poll because that is the poll, especially for independent BYU. That's what matters. We're talking New Year's Six. Making a magical run playoffs at the playoff. Okay, so we, we have chosen that. One team, Boise State, finished ranked of the conference champions, G5, finished ranked in that college football poll. One. That playoff poll. One. One. Here are your other conference champions within the G5. Memphis, Cincinnati, UCF. Tri-champs in the American Athletic Conference. All of which, by the way, did not finish ranked in the top 25 of the college football playoff poll. Okay, we continue. Conference USA, the thundering herd of Marshall. Mid-American champs, Northern Illinois. Hey, Northern Illinois, the Huskies have a good football program, but who remembers outside of maybe a few MAC schools and Northern Illinois that they won that championship if they're not ranked? Nope. Georgia Southern, Brian, you thought Georgia Southern was a D2 school. I was like, bro. They won a G5 conference championship. That's a typo, bro. You you read that wrong. (laughs) (laughs) what's wrong with you (laughs) okay and I don't want to take anything away from those teams they had good seasons they won a championship they did have something to be proud of but I I am willing to wager well maybe not wager on this program but I am willing I am am guessing wager with like gushers or something okay let's wager some gushers a box of gushers with any of these teams that all of those teams would take a top 15 ranking compared to not being ranked and winning that G5 oh, conference. any day. I'm not – dude, if we just win a conference championship, I'm not walking around. I'm doing my homework. I'm studying for my tests. I'm not walking around big man on campus, chest all puffed out. I'm not doing that. I want a conference – I want a conference champion, teacher. No, what? No, And, and I'm not, again, I'm not taking away the accomplishment where I'm like, look, you, you won a championship. That is awesome. Like it's hard to win championships at any Division One college football level. I am saying if you had to pick one or pick. the other, yes, that's the argument. You can be ranked, ranked or you can be unranked and win a G five conference championship. Which one do you want for your program and all that goes along with? Because we think about it, potentially, potentially you could have a a really bad season, maybe win eight games, seven games, and still win a conference championship. That's potentially you could. I could have it. That is fact. But you, but there's no way you're ranked if, if you do conferences that. have down years. That's right. Our Twitter question today: How much value is there in a top 25 ranking for BYU football? At Laser Sheep says there is a lot of value in it. If you ask Bronco Mendenhall, and I'm siding with Coach. Top 25 is there for a reason. Mm. Preach. We wouldn't have it if it didn't matter. Coming up, BYU track and fields. Jason Witt. He's a top 10 guy. Headed to the 10,000-meter national championship in Eugene. BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. I am Spencer Linton. To my left, Brian Logan. Brian Logan. Can I be the beast? Can I be the junior beast? Oh, you want to be junior beast? Can I be junior beast? I think Colton Shaver would be okay with that. I put junior beast. Uh, when I was in junior college, I wrote, um, I'm a beast on my back pad. No, high school, beast. actually. My senior year, yeah. I'm a beast. Nothing has changed. <laughs> <laughs> You're little B, and we have Big B on the show tomorrow.
Brian yeah, Keel excited about that. begins his weekly segment, our Football Fridays, talking Cougar football mm. over the summer with former NFL linebacker and BYU great Brian Keel. So it's Big B, Little B, Reunited. That's week, weekly he's going to be Weekly, every Friday. So I, I'm on every Friday then, too, right? I don't know. We'll have to talk. We'll have to take that up with the powers that be. It's a pair. We go, we go together. Like we can't have Big B without Little B and vice versa. It just doesn't make Sometimes sense. Sometimes you just need one B. It just okay? doesn't make sense, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have the Little B and Big B show without we one. Still, we can have just the Big you can't B have show. Batman though. and Robin, and like Robin's gone oh somewhere. On what vacation. am I? If I if you're Batman and Robin, what am I? My Commissioner Gordon. No, man. <laughs> You're not even a superhero. Bro. Oh, You're just, I didn't say Commissioner Gordon's not a superhero. <laughs> just, Why can't? <laughs> yeah, but he does things though. He helps out. He makes arrests and stuff. And you're saying I don't help out? You just be chilling. You Five just, steps I'm, back, Brian. Just chilling. Five steps that's back. That's a shot back for not giving Five my, steps. I, that's that's back. a shot back for not having my blue goggles. Whatever, man. Oh, you see, you are blaming it on me. That's nothing to do with everybody. There's <laughs> just nobody else to talk to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're just grab. You're just grasping at things, man. I am. Whatever. I love you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> Joining us now, a man headed to the NCAA Championships next week in Eugene, Oregon. This has been a track and field week on BYU Sports Nation for good reason. Because they are in a great position to earn some national respect at the meet of meets. Jason Witt, specifically in the 10,000 meters, one of the nation's best distance runners. Welcome to Studio B. Hey, thanks. I'm happy to be here. Jason, uh, well, let's start with uh, the easy questions, and that is... Did you run here for this interview? Um, I actually, I, uh, I finished my run this morning, and I uh, immediately afterwards I looked at my watch and I realized I'm going to be cutting it close. And so it was, uh, it was a mad dash to get here on time. <laughs> <laughs> but you made it. I nice. did. You're here in Studio B with Jason Witt, again approaching the 10,000-meter NCAA championship. Brian Logan guaranteed that he would run 20 miles in a week keep, on yeah, this show. I keep, I keep forgetting that, and I keep remembering. All right, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay, Brian's <laughs> going to run 20 miles in a week. That'll be a huge accomplishment. How many miles a week do you run? Um, you know, usually around 90 miles is a typical training week. Oh, my so. goodness. Oh, my gosh. I'm, like, dreading 20. What, do you have any tips or advice for me for my 20? Um. You know, start out slow. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> How many miles should I run a day? Well, if you're looking for 20 miles, I'd, uh, you know, if it was me, I would just do it in one day and get it over with. Oh, one day. Yeah, just, just one run. Hey. Just get it out of the way. <laughs> We're not all Americans, Jason. Okay, no, but that's, that, that, to, to your point. Okay, so like three and a half miles a day, Brian, something like something that? Something like that. I think yeah. that's doable. Pull that off, bro? I, I think I could do that, man. Three and three and a half miles. Three ninety. Half. Jason's running ninety miles a week. Ninety miles. When did you find this crazy love for running? <laughs> um, you know, it's kind of gradually developed over time. But I uh, I started running when I was young. You know, and uh, kind of ran every now and then in elementary school. And got a little more into it in middle school, and mm. even more passion in, in high school. And I guess even that much more now in college. But it's uh yeah it's definitely been a kind of a lifelong process. But so in in most sports when athletes get in trouble they have to run right hit the fence or whatever stairs. But with you guys how do you what, how do you guys get discipline? You guys <laughs> you guys run all, all day. Yeah, that's a good question. You know, my high school coach every now and then when he would get uh, upset with one of the runners on a team he'd be like oh just go run and it's like that's, that's kind of pointless. That's, that's that's what we do. Yeah, so. 
So that's a good question. I'm not really sure. I guess you could, uh, you know, discipline us by not letting us run. <laughs> yeah, you will go to timeout, Jason, <laughs> Sit down. and you will not run for an hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be nice to love running like Jason Witt? You uh, are going to be competing in Eugene, Oregon, on the track of tracks. Um, where there's a lot of you know track and field history. How do you like your chances in the the meet to end the season? Um, I'm really excited for the opportunity to race in Eugene at uh, at Hayward Field. This is actually going to be my third time uh, racing at this venue. Uh, it's it's a historic location. The the fans are fantastic. Uh, the competition is going to be great, and so. I, uh, I'm really excited for the opportunity, and I, I really like my chances going into the meet. Um, Coach Eystone's done a great job preparing me mentally and physically for this race, and I'm excited to, to go out on a, on a high note. Uh, with the competition, who do you see as your biggest competitor? Who are you going to have your eye on the most? Uh, the Oregon boys are very, very competitive. They're very, very tough. They'll be running on their home track. They... Um, going to have the fan support with them and those guys are going to be ready so edward Cheserek and eric jenkins are going to be the two biggest names that i'll be looking out for during the race okay edward and eric <laughs> jason Witt from byu <laughs> is coming with a fury at the ncaa championships what specifically what type of of time do you have to have to potentially take a, an ncaa title i i'd say that you need to be someone who's fit enough to run under 28 minutes. Um, in this particular race, there's a good chance that it could become tactical, which means that at certain times of the race, it may be slower. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so because guys are kind of playing games, they don't, don't necessarily want to lead. They may want to draft up their others. Uh, so there's a good chance that the pace could be slow to, to moderate. And so the actual winning time at Nationals most likely will not be under 28 minutes, but I would say the person who goes on to win the race is certainly capable of running under 28 wow. minutes in a fast race. We're talking about, you know, between six and seven miles, right? Yeah, six, 6.2, 6.2 miles. So in under 28 minutes, mm-hmm. like that is, that's quite a pace and one that's going to gain uh, some national notoriety. If, if you can do that, what's the ceiling for you, Jason? Um, well, I'd like to be as competitive as possible in, in, in the race and put myself in a position that I can compete with, you know, Cheserek and Jenkins at the end of the race and whoever else may be uh, hanging around at that point of the race. So, Well, you say you have to be fit to, to do that. I'm sure uh, with, with being fit comes your diet. What are some of your restrictions, your go-to foods, foods you have to stay away with in order to stay fit? <laughs> well, I, uh, I love eating steak. You know, okay. yesterday I had a really good steak dinner. Um, my wife, she's from Kenya. Mm, okay. And so, uh, the Kenyans are notorious for having some of the best distance runners in the world. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, one of their staple foods is called ugali, okay. which is, uh, made with like white cornmeal. And, um, she makes that all the time for me. So I, That's I feel like, secret. I feel like I get the edge cause I'm eating the Kenyan diet. <laughs> Dude, we <laughs> yes. now know your secret we plan. We know the secret now. <laughs> ugali. It's That's... all, and shout out to your wife for supporting that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that is. That's pretty cool. I'm going to see if my wife can make some for my three and a half miles a day. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need more than ugali, Brian. I know. <laughs> okay. I'm going to need prayers. <laughs> When you, when you look at uh, the challenge that lies ahead and, and you want to calm the nerves, we talked to Coach Eystone yesterday about things that he tries to kind of keep athletes in the moment and, and not let it become too big. What do you do personally to kind of just 
you know, keep focus during such a big race? Um, what I do is I, I, I break the race up into segments. Rather than um, towing the line thinking that I have an entire 10K to race, I think of, well, I'm just going to run the first mile and, you know, 440 or whatever, and a, a time that's not very intimidating to me. Mm-hmm. And so I think all I have to do is run the first mile and 440, and then once I'm in the race in the groove, I kind of just let, uh, let it be natural. Well, Jason, nice. uh, we typically give away the BYU Sports Nation karma to those that come in Studio B to go and use it to succeed in your next meet, and we're going to do that today. So at this time, we grant you some yes. BYU Sports Nation through karma the, the holding of to hands. take up to Hayward Field uh, at the University of Oregon in the NCAA Championships. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, man. During the break, we'd also like you to give us your autograph, sign our BYU Sports Nation Rise Up flag if you don't mind. Will do. Jason, awesome stuff. Congratulations. Good luck. Thanks, guys. That is elite. If he's if he's running 440 miles, like I'm just going to run the first mile in 440. That's not intimidating to me. (laughs) I'm getting cramps just thinking about it. That's amazing. Up next, the Cougar Whip Round catches you up on everything else. BYU Sports Station presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whiparound. Athletics. BYU wins its third straight WCC Commissioner's Cup award to the school who achieves the most success in the WCC in conference play. Baseball. Colton Shaver had 13 home runs in his freshman season. A 314 batting average was named to the Louisville Slugger Freshman All-American team. Let's go basketball, huh? Basketball. Men's basketball. Tyler Hall has worked out with the Lakers and described his role as a scorer, comparing himself to J.J. Riddick of the L.A. Clippers. Men's volleyball. Brendan Sander named to the USA Volleyball Junior National Training Squad, part of the 21-man roster, which will eventually be trimmed to 12 before the Pan Am Games. Good luck to Brendan as he tries to make that 12-man roster. Good luck. Future guest on the show, Steve Kafusi, the defensive line coach for BYU football and a man who played a huge part in getting Manasse Tungafasi to sign with BYU and Brian Keel, as we mentioned on Friday. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Who deserves the Rise and Shout, Brian? Um, I'm not sure. Okay. You know what? That's a fair answer. <laughs> We're going to go with Jason Witt. Maybe Peter. <laughs> For Brian, I'm Spencer. Thanks to all of our guests. Shout out to Miles Batty.